good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm playing Sir Wonder, the Eldrin Glamour. No, Knowledge Cleric. I'll get it right one day. <laughs> Not today. Hi, I'm Punk. Uh, I'm playing Ariel Arclight, the blind human rogue fighter uh, monk. And I'm Andrew. I am playing Talon Vale, the Kalashtar divination wizard who does this thing slightly better than a knowledge cleric. And I'm Mars playing Tarroth Oakenblade, the wood elf sky who is here for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> and with us in spirit is is uh treasure oh she's gonna uh be here not in like her characters around just assume that i have given you guys enough enemies for treasure to be soloing people off on the side okay so about 60 to 70 right exactly so whatever i've thrown at you guys just assume in truth i have doubled it for for treasure to to cover um, if you do not know, Treasure has uh, is is a barbarian. She's a wonderful character, uh, but she has Bloodburner, uh, which is part of the Arms of the Faded. And all of my Arms of the Faded literally make you the best possible thing you can be in your class. Yeah. So um, it's yeah. Anyway, let's get into Have some you announcements for the uh, ensuing infighting that's about to happen. No, no. I that's... think I just signed my own death warrant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this just became a game of um oh man i'm blanking paranoia this just became a game of paranoia <laughs> Par- paranoia for anybody that doesn't know a uh, old school rpg system where you live in a dystopia you have a six pack of lives and your goal is to rat out the rest of your team to the to the ever-watching mother box as you attempt to do maintenance jobs. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's a go- it's gonzo and funny. It's intended to be weird. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Announcements. Hey, we have a we have a sponsor for this season. It is uh, they're a wonderful sponsor. They're Norse Foundry. Meg, would you mind telling us about Norse Foundry? I would love to, Cody. Uh, if you head over to NorseFoundry.com, they're the makers and sellers of fine, wonderful metal dice, uh, gemstone dice. Uh, they also work with Elderwood Academy to give you some really fine and good-looking um, whoops, uh, boxes and dice trays. They also come out with these honking badonkers. Um, they're boulders. They're absolutely wonderful. They're metal. They will kill a man or... Uh, a wizard, if necessary. So if you head over to NorseFoundry.com and use our promo code REPRPG, it's the same as all our socials, you get 15% off of your order, which is amazing. It's a level of support I rarely find um, from the person just down there for me. So uh, again, head over to NorseFoundry.com, use REPRPG, um, and get 15% off of your order. Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for that. Also want to take a quick trip around the table and uh, tell us what you guys have going on uh, on on the internet. All of our wonderful friends here hang out and play on other channels as well. So we want to show them some love. Let's kick it off with Punk. 
Yes, uh, I regularly, uh, we're on a bit of hiatus. Once again, hi, Pat. Hi, Carter. Uh, one of my players, Pat, just had their first child. Uh, we're all very excited for Carter Sonia. Um, but we play regularly Tuesdays uh, on The Junk Drawer Show, and you can find us at thejunkdrawershow.com. You'll find all of our socials and all of our fun stuff, and we would love to see you and have you. Awesome. Andrew, tell us about Easy to Spell. Easy to spell, where the name is easy to spell, and we did it wrong anyway. Because uh, it has two L's. Easy to spell has one L, if you didn't know that. Uh, supposed to, at least. Uh, we are also on a hiatus due to some of our uh, players having children. Um, we came back briefly, uh, who was that last week? Two weekends ago, for our Armageddon in Wonderland one-shot. We saw a bunch of support, thanks to you guys. I know a lot of you came from the rep rpg community it was actually our most successful stream since we've started so thank you guys all so much it meant a lot to kind of see that love coming in uh we are planning tentatively the first week of may to come back for season two of easy to spell we're going to be it's going to be in the arcanopunk city of avarice one of the last bastions of the mortal races after their war with the gods um Working on characters, it is really exciting. I'm really excited to come back. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. We usually play Sundays. Once we're back, it'll be Sundays at 6 o'clock Central is usually when we start, and hopefully we see people coming back. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much. Uh, Mars, what's going on over at Roleplay Gains? Well, we are... Not on a hiatus, but real life has kind of taken over for the DM currently. Mostly just uh, some very good things happening that are going on, but he hasn't told me yet. That bastard. But either way, we should be back up to playing this coming Thursday for our Arcanist game. And it's going to be getting pretty interesting with the run of the whores. I mean, no. Yeah, no, that's what we're calling it. Sounds good. Well, very, very cool. Um, so, yeah, when those guys are back up and running, do check them out. And Megup, what's Megup been up to? No, nothing? That's okay. Absolutely nothing. I've been streaming in like two weeks because of the construction. So Ah, so you are on hiatus as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So one day, all of these people will do other shows on other channels, and we would love it if you supported them. But in the meantime, we're happy to have them here. No, very, very happy uh, um, to have everybody here. Uh, it, it Life has been very busy for a ton of us. Uh, once again, do want to echo what I said on Monday night to the community at large, uh, to some very specific friends as well. Uh, Pixie and I have been having a, a wonderful and rough time uh, of some, some exceedingly bad luck uh, with cars and theft and all sorts of stuff like that. But you guys have kept us going, kept us afloat, and uh, allowed us to uh, make it to the Lexington Toy and Comic Book Convention, uh, which starts tomorrow night for advanced ticket holders and then runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We do have a booth there uh, right next to Tea Turtle. So if you're in the Lexington, Kentucky area, do go check them out. Pixie will be there. Uh, Sway, I believe, will also be there uh, 
most of the time, some of the time, who runs our Vampire the Masquerade game on Friday nights. And honestly, um, really can't thank this this community and all the viewers and everybody in the Discord enough because honestly, without without you guys, we um, we wouldn't be able to to keep going. So, thank you, thank you all. All right, let's get into tonight's adventure of. Sure, we can't put it off a little longer because I don't have the best track record with surviving these fights. That's true, you don't. Um, but uh. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, here we go. Uh, <laughs> tonight's adventure of disasters and danger. Uh, our adventure takes place for the time being in the lands of Eberron, specifically the nation of Karnath, where deep within the Icewood lies the Madstone, a um, construct built over and around a hidden fey uh, series of canopic jars. Uh, They were used to uh, bind and and shed away the mortal betrayers of a great alliance. Those betrayers have since reemerged under the leadership of their uh, unified pharaoh Ankhotep and has begun to drown the Feywild beneath the choking sands. While this winter spire holds out, um, it is the last remaining bastion in the Feywild. And should the mummies of Ankhotep succeed with its rotten curse, then the wild magics of the Feywild will be stifled all across the mortal planes and on to the outer ones. So, with high stakes established, our heroes have ventured to Madstone, and as they wander into this domain, they have found themselves under the watchful gaze of the Lord of Eyes, a ancient, uh, maddening, alien-like entity from Zoriat, or in perhaps more uh, common terms on the plane, uh, prime material plane, the far realm where ancient eldritch horrors wander. These were the enemies expelled by the alliance of fey mortals and celestials, and these are the... uh, This is the madness that drove the fey and celestials to betray their mortal allies. And so, here you are, deep within this chamber, having made your way past a hallway of blades and skewered corpses, walking over coral and somewhat living fleshy bits whose pockets will wheel about and gaze eyes upon you. The alien nature of this warping flesh plying on your mind. You all have entered 
what is a rubble-filled chamber that now has dancing within it a dozen or so mad men and women, citizens of Eberron, who have come here at the express of at, at the behest of their leaders and fallen prey to the warping madness, Lord of Eyes. Among them is one of your friends or allies, uh, specifically of Punk. I'm going to need you to update your character name because I uh, it still says Punk. It does, okay. and that and I and you are in now multiple games. So unless you want me to call you Ash uh, Ashley Sutton, uh, that's the one I know. So <laughs> uh, no, let me let me update that. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, what is the character's name? It is Ariel Arclight. Ariel Arclight. Fantastic. Um, Ariel's good friend is dancing among them. And Ariel, though blind, has been gifted a vision of his uh, last friend, the last thing he saw with his normal eyes. A maddening sight. And with that, I would like Ariel to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, wisdom save. I don't believe I had you do that at the end of last. Uh, you did not, and I got a 14. 14? Okay. Yes. Um, a 14 is a uh, fail. Okay. Uh, would you roll me a d6? Yes. Uh, two. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to note that down. That's not going to matter to you just yet, but it might in the future. Good to know. Okay. Um, what would you guys like to do? You are there at the precipice of this chamber. It looks like this place has been broken apart both from the ceiling, both from the ceiling and from the floor, uh, and you can see among the rubble that there were once runes carved among here, that was sort of like an anti-magic chamber, a nullification chamber. Um, that the effects of that spell have definitely been disrupted and and broken. Um, but you all, uh, there may be wild magic surges. There may be difficulty casting. You are unsure as to that particular nature. Also, while you cannot hear the chanting uh, that they are doing, you can see the mouths moving because your other senses, the sense of smell, touch, and uh, sound, and taste, I suppose, uh, have all been dulled to to near non-existence. So while you all are, are speaking and are able to make noise to cast spells... Um, if they rely on the enemy or the target hearing, uh, they will take no effect. This is the domain of the Lord of Eyes, and as such, sight reigns supreme. Um, because I have the observant feet, I can read lips. Can I tell what they're chanting? Yes. Um, so, uh, what languages do you speak? 
Uh, celestial, common, primordial, and quarry. Okay. Awesome. So, um, it, it's, you get the feeling they're mostly chanting in fairly common languages. Uh, each one seems probably unique to that person uh, or their, their national heritage, right? Um, most of them are in common. Two of them you don't, under, you don't understand. And the last one actually is chanting in Cory. And um, of, of uh, what they are chanting, it's sort of like a um, – seems like a drinking song. It's very repetitive. Uh, but it is um, – it's break the walls, dig the holes, free the Lord of eyes again. Break the walls, dig the holes, bring it to the end. Break the walls, dig the holes, free the Lord of Eyes again, and it and it is um, it's got very kind of a jaunty shanty, uh, shanty thing to it. Um, very much the dwarves in Bilbo's house. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so they are so they are dancing. They are kind of congaing, and and um, in rhythm, they are doing as the song says, and and digging and breaking and and tearing at things. Um, you do not see the other side of this chamber, mostly from the rubble that has kind of been piled up amongst you. Uh, there is little light. Uh, you know it's a pretty large chamber, but that is about the extent of it. You guess maybe 80 feet across? I relay what they're chanting through our telepathic bond that we've got going on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems as they are making the, progress. Do we see Arclight respond to? Um, make an insight check. Fourteen. Um, I will say Arclight, make a deception check at disadvantage because you are. I'm assuming fairly caught off guard, and your your wisdom saving throw would tell me, yeah, the same as well. So, uh, deception at disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, I got a five. So, uh, as much as as you might be holding it together or attempting to appear like appear like nothing is the matter, I'm assuming, unless you just want to be like, yeah, no, he's not hiding anything. Um. I would say he would be more in shock that one he's able to see for the first time since he was a kid. Yeah, and it's a very jarring, uncomfortable feeling at this point. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can see arc lights. Not great. Okay. Um. We want. Do we want to try to stop them? Can we? Yes. How far, how far in is the closest one? Or the closest person? As they dance at the seemingly the closest path that you've seen them come around is about 20 feet. Um but they are they are moving, like I said, conga line. 
and we're not hearing anything like any sort of music like aside from them chanting we're not hearing anything else you don't hear anything at all you don't even hear them chanting you only know they're chanting because their mouths are moving and it has been translated for you by um by Talon. Looking at the the runes that they're kind of breaking in the room, can I try to suss out what it, like what effect they might have on magic and the area where it's not fully disrupting or dispelling magic? Sure. Yeah. Um, make a uh, arcana check. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, so while most of these are are perfectly harmless, there is a small chance of spell failure for high-level spells. Um, anything above fifth level cast in the chamber uh, has a uh, a ten uh, percent chance of of failing. Ariel, are you alright? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. No. I've never seen Burkhardt smile before. You can see him? Just him. It's like... It's like I can just see him and nothing around him. It's which one is him? I'll uh, I'll point him out and describe him. Uh, I would say Burkhardt is uh, I, he's another human, stockier, probably like I would say a little bit buffer than I am. Uh, kind of short cropped black hair, crooked nose from being like punched in a bunch of times and like reset. Cover usually could just covered in scars, so I'm gonna guess he's just covered in scars and then just eyes. I guess they someone drew on him. Uh, and he usually always has a scowl on his face, but no scowl. Is he the Punisher? Is that what he we're is, dealing with? He now? is the Punisher. Oh god. Okay, so I'm gonna go up to John Burnfall. It is John Burnfall. <laughs> just gotta tell him he's a genius. Uh, is he in the front of the cargo line? Or is he in the middle of the cargo line? He is uh, in the final three. Okay, I'm gonna... Okay. Okay, let's go. I'm gonna... What's his name? Burke? Bert? Burkhard. Burkhard. So, okay. I'm gonna go up to him in the line and, like, walk backwards while he goes and try to, like, wave in front of his eyes to get his attention. Okay. Um, as as you do, you're you're sort of moving with the with the line, um, and you're kind of waving waving in front of him. He doesn't seem to notice or acknowledge you. Um, like uh, you you kind of wave wave your hand in front of him, and he turns uh, any any chance at you and c- continues going. Um, make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. For the briefest moment, you hear 
the you hear the chant that they're that they're saying and you feel the urge in your in your like stomach and feet to like jump join in uh to just grab the hand of the last person and sort of join the line and at the last moment you you kind of shake out of it and stop um they connected to each other or are they just one after the other like are they touching each other sometimes so uh, it's a little haphazard sometimes they are horroring right and and okay. and sometimes and and when they get to the part of the song where they start br- picking up and breaking things, they they let go and they they grab and they smash and they're still moving. And then if they get to like a flat empty area, they they re grab hands and they'll hora for a moment. So she's gonna grab his hands and try to pull him out of the line. Okay, make me a athletics check. Mm, so good at these. We should be fine. Three. Uh, Okay. Um, Let's see. Oh, uh, Burkhart rolls a fifteen. So he he pulls you into the line. Oh, okay. Uh, She's, but I'm not like in the line. Not yet. Not mentally for the moment. Okay, she is still, so she's facing him, uh-huh. so she's still walking backwards in this. Okay. And she's just going to look at the other guys and, hello. <laughs> he seems unfazed. What happened? Um, Sarad kind of went into the line. I, I, oh. I, know, I know she used to be a bard, but I don't remember her dancing. Not not doing too hot. Me. <laughs> yeah, luckily you can think at them from any distance. I so, can. oh god, there's no one in this group that's gonna help me. I'm fucked. Taya, Taylin, I got a question for you. Uh, I potentially have an answer. You got anything that can magically pull somebody away from that? I uh, several things. In fact, um, it can physically pick him up or move him towards us. I can just teleport him to us. Uh, I can... My thought was I could try to speak to him directly into his mind, but given the psychic influence, it seems unwise. Um, Yeah, because I had a thought. Because if if they're still trying to wreck the room, which, at least to me, kind of seems like a bad idea, I'm going to kind of reach back and pull Gyron's staff out just a little bit. I might be able to slow a couple of them down if they're a little bit weak-willed enough. There's a bit of a risk. Um, I'm trying to think of a way we could break the enchantment without hurting any of them. Is my concern. Um, I could try to possess one of them, any of them. Um, or we could simply try to break them out of it. I fear attacking one may upset the rest of them. Let me try reaching to his mind first. Alright, I'll be ready to at least slow him down if need be. Looking at Burkhart, I'm gonna create that mental link. Okay. 
bad idea reaching into some crazy person's mind. Burkhardt, it's time to wake up. Oh. Our client is here. He's come for you. You hear a chorus of voices um, reply. And there is one that stands out above and beyond. The rest of them make a um, make a perception check. Well, now, you know what? I'm going to give it to you because of your stupid investigation passive, uh, which is which is 29, uh, which we have discovered. Um, so there is a chorus of voices. Um, most of them, and it, it's all in the languages that you were sort of mouth-reading from them. Uh, you count, there are 12 people here. Uh, you count 14 voices. Okay? One of them speaks Cory. The other, most of them speak Common. Um, then you do recognize Burkhart, because he's the one that says, Wait, Arclight's here. Tell him to run. And the rest of them are they saying some version of, what was that? Who said that? Help us. Save us. And that is all sort of the undertone of, now, hold on. I don't come to your house and start stealing your guests, do I? I would like you to make a intelligence saving throw. I'll be really sad if I roll low on this. I have a plus 10. 29. Nicely done. The pain spikes in your brain as your mind touches something alien. Something that even the quarry spirit within you that doesn't uh, like you don't speak to each other, but it, you definitely feel kind of its its emotions and get its its instincts. Even that which comes from the domain of dreams, which knows aberrations, which has seen uh, the darkest of nightmares, uh, sort of goes, "No, that's bad." Um, yeah. Pull back. Can I, probably the last minutes of sanity I have. Can I cast Greater Restoration on Burkhart? Yes, you can. It's, it's, it's level, so there's a chance it won't work. Okay, so roll, you can, what do you want to roll? A d20 or a d10? Um, okay. Uh, so don't roll a one or a two. Okay. That's a 16 hit you, champ. Woo! Nicely done, nicely done. Um. As you reach out and touch, um, touch Burkhart. Uh, and and you place your hand right around his his eyes. The uh, 
colors of uh, of white and red and green, sort of the the fate binders um, magic. The mistress whom you serve uh, pulses through Burkhart, and his eyes uh, clear, and the eyes that are sort of painted on him. Um, the ink doesn't go away, but it, it like smudges. It looks like all the work that had been done would have rubbed it off and stuff. It, uh, suddenly that wear shows up and you, and he, he stops and he's, and you look at him, his, his shoes are worn. His hands are blistered. Uh, you get the feeling that they haven't been allowed to rest since they've gotten here since they've been caught in this. She's going to just, teeny tiny, grab him and throw him out of the line. And, and, and he, yeah, he's, he's kind of already moving in that direction. He, he pull, he tries to, to hold on to you to bring you with him also for support. Um, as, as he takes the step out, you get, you look back and the last three people that came in after him, while the rest of them stop, while the rest of them keep going, those three stop and look, and I would like everyone to flip for initiative. Nine. Uh, anybody below an eight? Okay. Burkhart and Saride are just clear. They're about uh, 10 feet away from these three who have turned and the uh, all of the eyes painted on them have manifested into physical uh, like gemstone colored eyes and are all staring even as the people try to like you can see they're trying to look away trying to move their muscles they're trying to resist this possession um, it has clearly turned hostile the others you get the feeling have been here so long that they are not a threat they're they're barely able to move and to, to work right their exhaustion is is they're only being held up by the magic but these three are still dangerous and capable enough to fight um so up first uh arc light okay uh, first thing I'd like to do is, uh, I can still see Burkhard, right? I, you can, yes. Like shadow. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. You, up. you continue to get the, to be able to see him. Okay. Um, yeah, for it, that is just part of the, the magic of this place. It seems so. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go towards him, okay. uh, and try to hold him up and just immediately just you. Okay. He can't hear you, but uh, so as you speak, um, he, you, you can kind of see he's, he's looking at you and he, he, he touches your face in a, um, in a way that you've, you recognize, Mm -hmm. um, that he like after fights would, you know, if he, when he's been particularly beat to hell, sort of, uh, I'm, I'm hanging in there, but the pad. Yeah. Yeah. I'll smirk. And then I'd like to to move forward uh, to one of the aggressors and uh, take the quarterstaff off my back, and I want to whap someone in the head with it. Okay. Yeah, go See for it. See if I can knock them out. Okay. 
Uh, first hit is going to be a, I'm terrible at math, so that is a 25. Awesome. Armor class of this guy, these guys is 15, if that helps. That definitely helps. Awesome. Okay. Uh, and then a uh, quick DM question. Do I have a ally within five feet of me, or it's just my enemies? Um, yeah, so Riot is within five feet. Okay, so would you constitute that as sneak attack damage? Yes. Okay. Yeah, can you sneak attack with a staff? I think it has to be finesse. Oh, that's a good question. Um, it has I'm, to be finesse. It has to be finesse. I will have to... Otherwise, do something else would be it. amazing. Gross, you're right. Yeah. So let me do with the D6 then. Uh, first hit is going to be a nine. Okay. Whopping nine. Uh, and then I'm going to swing again. Uh, that's a nat 14. That'll uh, hit. Plus eight. Yep. So that'll be seven for the second hit. And I do have two weapon fighting, so I'm going to punch him with uh, the old fist. Okay. That whiffs it, because that was a nat 2 and a 10. So I'm just going to overshoot. Okay. Uh, So so sorry, I was double-checking on the quarterstaff thing. Uh, That was 8 points of damage on the first one. What was the damage on the second? Uh, It was, what, uh, 7? Seven. Okay, for mm-hmm. a total of 15, and then a miss on the third. Sounds good to me. Um, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Awesome. Uh, up next is... Is it... Tavit Talon. Talon, you are muted if you are attempting to communicate with us. Yeah, that's the same one that uh, Arclight just hit. Okay. Um, Talon kind of raises his hand and a sliver of like silver light kind of appears and he starts to pull and it whips out, catching the whichever the first one that he just hit in the forehead. Okay. Cast Mind Sliver. Okay. Uh, it just makes an intelligence saving throw, DC 18. Okay. Intelligence save, DC 18. Uh, that is a 13. That's going to fail. Okay, so it takes... That is nine points of psychic damage. And the uh, next saving throw it makes before the end of my next turn, it subtracts 1d4. Okay. As your psychic energy pierces into the skull of it, uh, you watch as the silver sliver uh, dissipates partially. It is resistant to psychic, and all of the eyes that are on its body twist about towards you. Um, I need you to make another intelligence saving throw. As once more, your mind links with the alien entity known as the Lord of Eyes. 16. 16 is a fail. Uh, you are stunned. Uh, you can repeat this saving throw, DC 18, at the end of each of your turns, um, ending the effect on a success. Okay. Okay. 
after Talon, it is bad guys. The three um, possessees, the three possessed, are going to step up and um, take... Two of them are going to take... They're attacking with just big, like, hand claws, right? Just big, meaty fists. They're not fully, like, claws. Um, But you can see as they swing, their hands harden with that sort of, like, coral-like crust over it. Um, So two against... Um, Arclight, one against Saride. Uh, let's see. That is a 16 is the lower uh, Arclight. That would miss. Okay, uh, 24, I'm assuming, hits. 24 would hit, yes. And the 13, I believe, misses Saride. Yes. Okay. Um, so that is 1d10 of claw damage plus 3. 11 points of slashing damage to Arclight. And then the uh, the painted eyes of each of them uh, focus on a different one of you. Um, so that is going to be Saride, um, Arclight, and Talon, seemingly ignoring Tauroth for now. Um, the yes, John Cena, that is correct. Tauroth, there we don't know. We can't see him. <laughs> In a world where only sight exists, Tauroth is the shadow. The shadow knows. Do you want me to roll the stealth check just for the hell of it? No, you're no, because it, it doesn't matter. They're, they they um just the way they work is is enough. I need wisdom saving throws from uh Saride and Arclight and Talon. Uh because you're stunned, you automatically fail the dexterity saving throw. Right? Yep. Okay. Do you need wisdom saves or? Is it wisdom or dex? Uh, for you two, it's wisdom. Oh. For him, it's dex. Fifteen. Nat twenty for a twenty-nine. Nice. Can I use my nat twenty to help help him? Um, no. I don't know how. I appreciate that. The the thank you. Um, so you are, uh, the success does nothing. Um, Arclight, you are frightened for one minute. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Got it. I rolled under the average. Uh, that is 37 points of fire damage, Talon. Andrew's gonna stop playing with me. No, no, I, I'll keep coming. That's, <laughs> I'm the Zerg rush of characters. Yeah! <laughs> Suddenly this turns into paranoia. I, yeah. <laughs> I 
She, that's all that's left of him, so she's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, that is it for the bad guys. Uh, Tauroth. Did I see what just hit Talon since I was nearby him? Yeah, absolutely you did. Okay. Um, so the three that are fighting everyone else. Yeah. How? More of a placement question. Okay. Is it possible to drop like a 40-foot cube to only get those three and miss my allies? Uh, it's possible to get two of them. Uh, the third one, because they're kind of in an L. So you can target these two over here, and then the one dude that's over here, you'll have trouble getting the cube on him. Does that make sense? Yes. So you can definitely get two without hitting your allies. If you want to get all three, you'll catch Saride. Okay. okay. You can do it. What about the rest of the people in the room? I'm guessing they if I get the just the two, they're caught? Uh no no no. The rest of the people have they're they're fucked off dancing away. So you don't need to worry about friendly firing them. Also, they do not seem like they're in any shape to come and hurt you. So they they are non entities in this fight. Good to know. So in that case Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spend the charge off Gyron's staff and cast the slow spell. They got to make a DC 17 wisdom save. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Saride as well. DC 7. I'm sorry. Wisdom save? Wisdom save. Wisdom save. Okay, wisdom save. sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um... So one of them is going to make an 18. The other two fail. I got a 19. We're good. Nice. Right. So anybody who failed is slow. Slow. Nice. That was my action. I'll use my movement to... I'll use my movement to try to get to a better spot. Okay. And if I can bonus action, try to hide. At least just break line of sight from the last guy who's not slowed. Yeah, you can break line of sight. Yeah, there's enough rubble around here. Um, you don't have to go full prone, but you kind of got to get in the crouchy, crouchy, crouchy stealth position. So, yeah, you duck behind some rubble. Cool. Cool. Do you need me to roll or nah? Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Thir- 30. Yeah. Okay. That's perception of 17. Sounds good. Uh, I believe Sariot is next. So if, would I know, um, if I cast a spell magic, would it be able to, like, negate what everybody's under, or would that, does it have to be an individual? Uh, does spell magic is, I believe, for a sing. A magical effect within range? Yeah. I believe it's for a single effect. Oh, right. Dispel Magic has one L. I've been... I spelled it with two, just because I've been listening to Andrew for for so long. Um, Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Uh Uh-huh. So, yes. 
it's it's only one of them. Right. If but it, could I end what's got everybody messed up? Um, you don't know how it's on them. I will say attempting to end the possession of the entire part of the entire group. Um, the, what you've seen of the strength of the, the Lord of eyes, it's individually applied. I don't know that I have enough. Okay. Um, well, pale out of the staff, we're doing, um, a third level cure wounds on Talon. Okay. So that's 13 back. Sorry. Um, that's great. Thank you. And I don't have any. Ooh. Oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have a bonus action, but it's we're not going to use it yet. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to put myself between. Valen and everybody else because he's squish and I armor. Okay. All right. Okay. So you move That's... around, you move around the group getting in between, uh, Talon and, uh, the group of enemies. Um, last but not least is, oh my Lord. What's his name? Who's Burkhart? His name is Burkhart. No, not Burkhart. <laughs> Um, Lord of the Winter Spire. The oh, Dedarian. Dedarian. That's it. Dedarian. Dedarian. Uh, Dedarian is going to draw his um his uh Elven greatsword, and is going to come wading into uh into the battle, and um will. From roll terribly, just roll shit, just utter shit. But thankfully, uh, the plus nine makes the the eight he rolled a hit. So that's that's something. Good job, buddy. Um, I imagine he has like the big, um, what is it, the, the uh, oaken shield, the the orc hewer, the single single edged uh, large like orc hewer, and sort of this milky ice-like sheen. Um, so that is going to deal 17 uh, points of damage to uh, the one that is closest to Saride um, because that's the one closest to Talon and the closest to him. And uh, so he he gets up there cleaves through with, uh, with the blade and um, and sort of shouts psychically Let's start moving them back. We can't get caught here. Uh, as he, and you see sort of the image back towards Tauroth that, to kind of circle around. Um, as he, he seems to think very tactically. Uh, new round. Bad guys are on a queen. Uh, 13. So looks like it's everybody else and then the bad guys. Uh, Saride was on an ace. Tyroth, did you have an ace? I had a queen. All right. So, uh, Saride, you're up first. 
Fuck. I never go first. I was um, on an ace as well. That's my cards are just. Oh, okay. 13. Right. Ace. Thank you. Um, so, Talon, do you want to go first or not so first? What's your dex? Uh, I'm just, I'm stunned, so I'm going to be just rolling my save anyway at the end of my turn, right? Yes. 26. 26 is enough. You you break the stun. Um, um, fuck. Um, I'm going to, um, uh, uh, I'm gonna, um, second level out of the staff cure wounds on Valen again. Valen, why I want to call you Valen, I will never know. 14. So you should be better. Very much All so. All right. All right. Chill the fuck out. And I'm going to. So when he says bring him back, where Talroth is, is that where we came from? No. He wants you to. You're kind of in the middle of the room. He wants you to circle around the rubble to the west and, and get to the exit. So we're. We're trying to get out of the room. Yeah, we're trying to get past this room. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, she'll do it. What the boss says, so she's going. Yeah. Um, to if you want to, I mean, you're thinking, so you can think faster than you can speak. To me, what he's trying to communicate is that if we have, if we have the friend, we don't have to to waste time, um, and and our lives killing these guys. Her. Yeah, she's good. She'll she'll start moving towards the west. Okay, um, it doesn't have a reaction to attack you with because of of slow. So you you back up. Um, nicely done. Up next is uh, we did Talon. We did Saride. It is Ariel. Oriel, uh, if you unmute, we can hear you. St- still can't hear you. Why? Why did I make the silence so strong in this chamber? Seriously, that silence effect is potent. Am I back? You're very okay. quiet, but yeah. Okay. There. There. That's yes. Great. Quick DM question. Please. Because I'm frightened, and this is 110% a DM okay. decision. Okay. I know I can't willingly move closer to the source of my fear. Right. However... I have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, but the source of my fear within line of sight. Mm-hmm. Does that play into Man Without Fear, or? Uh, yeah, I'll give it to you. You you went super high hard into the into the into the theme. Go for it. <laughs> I'll I'll give it to you. Okay, I, I'm, I'm gonna not, try to. I'm not setting precedent for this, but sure, <laughs> for this I'll 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 let you do it. I appreciate that. Uh. Because all of my attacks, I'm trying to do non-lethal. I want to knock these people out while also trying to move backwards. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just try to whap. Yeah. 
that is going to be a uh, modded 20 okay. for the first uh, hit. And I'm going to choke up. So I'm going to do the D8 with the quarter staff instead of the six. Okay. Um, so first hit is going to be 11 points of bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to come down with the quarter staff. And then that is going to be a 22 to hit. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And then that's going to be uh, 12 uh, more bludgeoning damage. Okay. Sounds good. And I'll take the attack of opportunity, but I'll keep my forward, mm-hmm. like my chest forward, but I'm going to be moving back. Okay. Yeah. Th- you are in melee with the one that is not slowed. Um, so that one will use its reaction. That is a 21 to hit. That'll uh, hit. So that is going to be... I'm going to use my reaction Great. to cast um, Silvery Barbs. Okay. doesn't deal damage, um, but he holds up the his eye tattoos, the open one towards the one that's attacking Arclight, and then the other one towards Arclight. And the open tattoo closes, <clears throat> and the closed tattoo opens. He has disadvantage on this roll, and the next attack roll ability check or saving throw that Arclight makes, he has advantage on. Great. Oh, yeah. Killed you when I had the chance. That's weird. <laughs> um, so the fourteen was the lower. The seventeen, the second roll was higher. So it does uh, stay, but it is only four points of damage. Okay. Okay. After arc light, uh, Talroth. All right. I see people are moving towards the west. Yes. Is that where the direction I was going in, or was I going? Yeah, to you had cir- you had circled to the west. Yeah, you were already moving in that direction. So, yep. All right. Uh, yeah. If if the if the guy we were coming in with said to book it, yeah, I'm just going to start uh, move bonus action dash to follow along. Okay. But the guy who's fighting Arclight, who's not slowed. Yeah. If I can get kind of angle myself right to throw a gust at him to try to just shove him away from Arclight. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You you can, uh, as you go weaving through the rubble, as you, you turn to the west and, and then to the north, uh, looking for the en- exit on the other side of this room, go ahead and make me... Um, let's make it a spellcasting ability check. So, wisdom plus proficiency. Uh, oh, for a cantrip? Well, it's the it's the gust spell, right? The cantrip. Yeah. It doesn't. Does it have text about pushing people? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I just never mind. Yes. Uh, one medium or smaller creature you choose must may say make a strength save or be cool. pushed up to five feet away. Awesome. That's what I was looking for. Um, a natural ten plus seven seventeen. All right, he tough. Yeah. So, so as the as the magic uh, runs into him, he sort of digs in and uh, just shifts ever so slightly. Um, so there. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much everything. I'm still maintaining concentration on slow, and I was okay. just getting around. So yeah, that's my turn. Nicely done. Um, yeah. For clarity, as, as soon as you guys drop this. The one person that is not slowed, um, you'll you'll be free, basically. Um, so, 
That is all the players. Yes, bad guy turn. Um, the guy that is not slow is going to continue to follow and uh, chase down uh, Arclight, who is the who is the closest. He is going to make the double um, double attack. Uh, both of them are nines plus seven, so sixteen. No, misses. And then uh, the eyes that are on it are going to flare, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, dex save. I can do that. Uh, that is going to be a 16. 16 is exactly what you needed. Um, so you're going to take half damage. Let's do it. Oh, that's a lot of dice. It is. Yeah. Um, let's see. So that is 19, 20, 38 points of fire damage. Uh, halved to uh, 19. 19 points okay. fired. Okay. Okay. Um, the other two bad guys are moving after you, but they are at such a slow pace. They're not going to be able to, to catch you. Um, however, the eyes uh, do turn their gaze on uh, Durarian, and he is going to make the two saving throws because he's the closest one. Kind of between the rubble, he's the only one that the slow people can see. Um, okay, so he resists the fear. He is going to catch the fire, which is not great for him. But he's he's tough. He's got hit points. Um, while I add this up, let's go to a new round. Oh, uh, that doesn't count. Ten. Bad guys are on a 10. Alright. So, looks like... I believe Arclight has the better decks. You're both on kings. So... You are up, Arclight. Okay. Let's uh, let's keep hitting this guy in the face. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do the first one. That'll be a 23 to hit. 23 does hit. Okay. Choke up. That's going to be uh, 11 points of bludgeoning for the first hit. Okay. And then that's going to be a nat 17 for the second hit. Hits. And that'll be... That'll be uh, another 12 bludgeoning. And I forgot last time. uh, May I please make my wisdom save? Yes. Cool. I didn't... I was just like, we're already on like a fourth person. I'm not going to ask. Sure. Um, No. I'm still I'm still scared. Okay. Um, sounds good. After Arclight, uh, Talon. Uh, I was stunned last time, so I'm going to move to catch up with the rest of the group. Okay. Um, as I'm running up, I'll fi- throw a firebolt at the one that's not slowed. 
Okay, nice. Go for it. Is a 15. That does hit. Okay. For 13 points of fire damage. Nice. Yeah, he is teetering at this point. Anything else, Talon? Uh, nope, just moving up. Don't have any bonus actions, so. Oh, um, Arclight, you had advantage on the that attack. That's right. Do you, you want me just to roll to see it, if I crit? Yeah, if you want to crit fish for it, go for it. Sure. This is not a crit. All right. Done but and done. You. you are welcome. Uh, bad guys are up next. And the last one that is there right in front of Arclight is going to follow up. Double claws. Natural 19, natural 18. Both of those are going to hit. I'm going to use my reaction to make one of those disadvantage again. Okay. Um, and this time I'm going to give uh, myself advantage on whatever the next ability check or saving throw is. Nice. Uh, so that turns into an 11 plus 7 for an 18. Does 18 hit? Okay. So only one of them hits. That's going to be 10 points of slashing damage. And the eyes of flame are going to shift their gaze to um, Evans, Arclight, Odds, Talon. Evans, Arclight, deck save. Okay. Uh, 19. 19 does save. Okay. Hey, Tristan, nice to see you, buddy. All right, let's see. Uh, forty-six down to twenty-three. Not yet. Twenty-three. Okay. Okay. Uh, up next is Talroth. All right, and I see that one guy is still just unloading into ArcLight. Yeah. How far away am I from them? How far do you want to be? Realistically, I probably would have stayed within like 30 feet or so just cool. if I need to blitz back to help somebody out. Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. Cool. So my thought is have a 45 speed, just run up, bring the double blader around to kind of hook the guy's head to try to knock him down. Okay. And then bonus action dash back if I can just pull arc light with me. Okay. Sounds good. All right. And uh, this is just a flat roll, yeah? Yes. 12. Okay. Do you want a bonus action follow-up? Yeah, this this guy keeps hitting Arclay pretty nasty, so I'll follow up. Okay. Natural 16 for a 26. There you go. That's going to hit with the sneak attack damage. Go for it. All right. So this was the offhand attack. So that's a total of, I can math, I swear, 31 damage. Okay. 
but what I'm going to do with the Gathered Swarm, instead of using it for the extra damage, I'm going to shove... Uh, no, I'm going to use it to move myself five feet back. Okay. As the wind catches you and you pull back, uh, the cutting wind slices deep into the possessed soul and the lacerations uh, fade the eyes about it. They, f- It falls to the ground, each of the eye tattoos sort of leaking this, this milky white interior eye uh, juice or goop. Um, that is showtime. Uh, you guys make your way out of that room uh, and down the next the next hallway um another trapped hallway but most of these if not essentially i'll tell you with the passive 29 uh investigation all of these traps have been sprung once again um you do have a moment to sort of catch your breath maybe not short rest breath but it's up to you guys ow that dance sucked. So, uh, if it was in the interest of any of you, do not reach into their minds. Ah, they seem angry. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah. I'm going to use a second wind and try to gain some hit points back. Okay. Yeah, since I saw Arclight take a few hits, I'm going to take my one healing potion and just kind of put it in his hand. Thanks. Okay. So that's 15 for the second wind. And 2d4 plus 2 for the healing potion. 2d4 plus 2. Thank you. So while they're catching their breath... I'm going to find um, Burkhart. Okay. And just kind of check out what he's doing. Um, uh, you look him over. He is He's exhausted. Um, that's the biggest issue. Uh, hit points injury-wise, he's relatively healthy. Um, he's malnourished, for sure. But... Um, He's he's got a few levels of exhaustion on him at least. Yeah, we still got to go a little further in here to get what we were looking for. But do you need to just like sit down somewhere and rest, or I'm I'm gonna definitely be slowing you down. But I can I can hold my own as long as I don't get you know. Whatever that is. Again. You got a preference for blades, sticks? What is Burkhart's preferred weapon? Um, heavy crossbow? Heavy crossbow. Yeah, I would, I would imagine at least a heavy and- crossbow or, um, or I mean like a spell shell probably since we're in Eberron. Something yeah. like that. We have crossbows in the bags. I don't know if they're heavy. Well, I mean, any he'll be able to use a crossbow. Yeah, yeah I know we have a light crossbow in the haversack. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, would it have? I'm guessing it's just like the four or five of us down here. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to have it, you can have it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stress you about it. All right. So yeah, I'll go digging through, pull out the the cro- uh, crossbow, pull nice. out some of the bolts, just hand it over to him. Yeah. He you you watch him. He looks it over. He looks very comfortable with it. Definitely takes the time to make sure that it's uh, that it's sighted properly to um, uh, to calibrate it and to load a bolt and and uh, prep it. Oh, you look comfortable with that in your hands. Yeah, well, you know, a couple of tours on the front, nothing to it. Did Tarvath take any hits? Okay, good. Um, fuck. Yeah, Arclight, how about you? You go with the stick or you want something uh, a little stabbier? Uh, all I can get. What do you have in mind? I'm just going to go fishing through and, uh, well, we got a rapier in here. Uh, I think, think we got this weird cane thing. It's kind of like a, I think it's a sword cane. Is the sword cane uh, outside? Would that be like a sword cane, like a rapier cane? Oh, Lord, I don't. Probably uh, a short sword, I would think. Or a short maybe, sword. Maybe a rapier. It's finesse. I'll give it to you as finesse. Sure. I don't remember where you guys got a sword cane from. Cane sword from. From the mall. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it was written down here. I was like, when, yeah. when did we get that? Yeah. Uh, I would love a sword cane. Sure. Both in good. character and out character. I mean, hard yeah. Yeah, no, I'll pass him the sword cane. And I'll pass him my um, adamantian or my adamantine dagger. Okay. So he can do a going to be pokey AF. And I'm going to cast um, a cure wounds on him. the staff and then the staff will be fucked but you get 25 points nice so that's better no that's a lot better than where i was at thank you i know i know i don't want us going into this with you guys as low as you are i just i don't want to <laughs> one panic okay oh is um Dorarian okay Dorarian's fine yeah okay he he had he had the one he had the one hit. He does have a little bit of healing magic for himself. Um, he will not be at a hundred percent, but he is okay. Yeah, and as I'm still digging through the bag, I'm gonna pull out this wand. It's like, hey, uh, Talon. Uh, this one's got a bit of a fun fun story behind it. We found it with uh, I think it was some mind flares a while back. Uh, not much of us had any use for it. You want it? I mean, I, wand is really not my style, but I'll take a look at it. What What is the wand? It was that wand of telekinetic focus. All right. I'm I I hand out and make up stuff all the time. I have apparently I have no I I don't remember any of this, but that's fine. Yeah, do it. What does it do? Uh, it was a rare wand. Um, aside from using it for spellcasting. 
the only real thing it gives is advantage on using telekinesis against a creature. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate this. Uh, I can actually make use of this. Tucks it into what is one of the belts. All of his other pouches and everything. There we go. Yeah, yeah, Cody. I write down all the fun stuff you say. Do it. Yeah, write it. Right, please write it down. Somebody should. I'm handing out gems over here. I'm doing amazing stuff. <laughs> um, as you catch your breath. For, for the moment, the eerie silence that is over you is unsettling, deafening. It is a type of silence and quiet that um, does its best to amplify the mental noise in the back of your mind those doubting voices, those moments of hesitation, those errant thoughts. And then it begins to ply on your imagination. At least you hope that's what it's doing. As you believe, though you cannot hear anything else, except for the words of your, the mental thoughts of your allies through this telepathic bond, you begin to hear your own heartbeat. The coursing of blood through your own veins. The creaking and popping, the stretching of your muscles and ligaments. The churning of your own stomach, the digestion of your breakfast. The saliva in your mouth. It is mutinous and distracting, and you are all very grateful to be continuing down onto the path. Down the way it goes. You proceed through some tunnels. Most of the traps here have been broken and offset. An elevator takes you down another further level. You pass by the corpses of each of the adventurers or heroes, and also just peasants. Sometimes errant beasts, creatures that had wandered too close to the Madstone, each summoned by the beckoning call of the Lord of Eyes to dig up and free these canopic jars. At a roundabout filled with errant doors, most of which have been opened, most showing the deadly traps that awaited behind them, Durarian pauses. That's not right. Sorry, that was Burkhart. He's upstairs. Durarian pauses. That's not right. That's not the hallway. It lies down beneath. And I, he looks towards about the fourth door from the left. And you can see he kneels 
and runs his fingers along the stones. And you can notice that he's touching, although unable to feel, frost that has lined this hallway. Frost of a winter Aladrin that has marked it. What have they done? That's not where they belong. They've been led astray or distracted. I... I am unsure. I... He turns back to you all. My scouting... My scouts... That I'd lost... He's all, He's pointed out a few of the bodies to you. And about half a dozen that went. Two of which you've already passed. Four more he's looking for. I believe they're this way. But that's not the direction of your... Of your jars and hearts. Those lie... And he motions towards a door that remains unopened. That one. But you don't open it. That's the trick. You cram it shut. And then the pulley drops the floor further down. Everyone that's attempted to open it closes behind them. Death trap and all. You leave it shut, jam it. Jam it with knives or pythons or whatever you have. And then he shows you the pressure plates. Plates you had seen but seemingly did nothing. With it locked in place. You can ride down the final bet. Right, so just to make sure I, I'm understanding all the crypticness, riddles, stuff. Our door's over there, but someone over here is bad. That's where I, my scouts are. I don't know why, but I... So, my question is, um, what's down there and why shouldn't they be? That's not where the jars are. That's not where the hearts are. That's what they had come to see. I don't know why they're down there. But down there is... Just another trap, another dead end. Nothing... Be honest. We know what's down there. It's whatever's been putting eyes on everything. Probably. That's why they're there. I mean, probably. So, if we go down there, we can rescue your men. And then we go get the jars. All right. I didn't want to ask. I know that my men are not what you came for. But they're what I came for. I do have just one question then. The door that we need to go through for them jars. Is it only that trap we got to worry about? 
or is there more behind it that we got to keep an keep an eye out for? Once you descend the elevator, you'll be in the chamber of the jars. Ain't no guardians or anything in there that we got to worry about. I mean, just the jars themselves. Right. So as far as we know, we go in there. However long it takes, get the jars, and we can ride that elevator back up safely. Unless the Lord of Ice has done something down there that I am unaware of. That's what I was worried about. Okay. Again, most of our defenses, as you can see, have been shattered. Um, so, right, make me a history check with advantage. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. Not 20 for 30. Ooh. Tell me everything. You got it. I will go ahead and just... Lord, jump all over me, Daddy. Let's go. I don't need to necessarily do that, but I will share this with everyone. That is the image of what um, is known as a canopic golem. Which is a large construct and the final line of defense for um, for the for the hearts, um, he he just calls them jars. You know, being uh, being a ladron, that um, so are they the jars themselves? Like, are the hearts inside the, the golems? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, there's actually uh, there's a bit of a translation error, I think. Um, Tarov, when he says jars, what he means is uh like constructs that we'll have to put down and take the hearts out of so yep um there are two i'll let you know two. and because you rolled a natural 20 i will tell you that they have an ability called limited spell immunity the golem automatically succeeds saving throws against spells of 7th level or lower, and attack rolls of such spells miss. Sickly, uh, Tarov, it's up to you and Arkhart to go in there and get <laughs> Because Tarot and I are probably um, shit out of luck. I... If we are able to free my, my scouts... They, they can, I can help fight them. They can help fight them without magic. And if we're going to cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, as a, as an, so, so for GM clarity, um, if you guys free the scouts, um, anybody that wants to, there are at least four of them. And if um, Durarian survives, you can take his NPC sheet and you can use those characters to get the the canopic 
uh, against the canopic golems, the jars. Okay. Um, yeah, because I looked at it and I was like, this is too badass not to use. It also negates so much of the party. Uh, Talon can still punch. He's a plus three and does zero damage. Nice. Yes. Talroth has lived most of his life without magic. Oh well. Yeah, yeah t- I mean fine. Exactly. Like like Talroth and um and, and Treasure are, are absolutely fine. But of the no. base everybody else. I, I don't need to do anything against them, I just need to heal everybody else. You know what? Fuck it. We're we're golden pony boy. Let's go. Assist with the rescuing of the scouts and deal with these Lord of Eyes. But I, of course. Yeah, if it's all the same, I'm, I am getting a little tired of having to look over my shoulder for something that ain't there. That ain't. Agreed. Well then, let's go. For the first time here, Dorarian takes the lead, and you feel the plunge of cold that creeps over you. It is awful, but as you make your way deeper and deeper, He looks back. Shouldn't be this deep. Shouldn't be this long. You continue to walk. And at the end of the hall, you see this glowing eye peering down the tunnel at you. You can feel it looking not just at you, but through you, through your skin, into your soul. And every time it blinks, it shifts shape. (laughs) Look at you all. So very eager to die. But we don't do death here. It's boring. Here. Here we put on a show. The hallway gives way, and the lights begin to fill the room. You see yourself in an arena filled with corpses. Each corpse laden, its skin still there, laden with eyes, as countless spectators stare over you. Oh, how I wish I could be here in person. Oh, so far away, so deep beneath the surface. You should really come down sometime. I'll show you a good time. (laughs) Show. (laughs) That's all right. We've spent so long with these... Immortals. Out of the walls, out of the 
creepy flesh-like sponges from beneath the sea, birthed in a slimy, slick, slippery mess that you can imagine the disgusting sounds of. Pop free, the winter Aladrin scouts. It is gross. Um, uh, look at this. Tortured, but preserved. They knew you'd come for them. It only took you 200 years. You see Terrarian's grip on his blade as his hand crushes into the handle, nearly bleeding at the intensity. Uh, let's see. What form does my vengeance take for your interloping? Hmm? Oh, right. You left this. The gate at the far end opens up. And you see first two draconic eyes. And then as its mouth opens, encompassed within a third larger eye. And then upon its wings, more eyes. As... The eye drake once, as the drake once left here as a guardian, now corrupted into a beholder form, uh, officially with stats, because a a good uh, a good game one callback classic. There it is, the monster that uh, that everybody wanted to tame. There we go. Oh nope, that's oh yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Hi, Drake. And, uh, because I'm not going to throw a death tyrant at you guys, um, his buddy, uh, I, uh, sorry, I couldn't be there, but why not? Let's dream up something bigger, shall we? The beholder comes with it. I would like everyone to flip for initiative. Yeah, I would like you too, Cody, but you know, you just threw <laughs> us a dragon animal. Why would you need a friend? Because I've seen you guys fight beholders. What do you have it? We don't fight them. We play them with cards. Bad guys are on a five. Yeah, Idrix. Alright. Let me see. Uh, yes, absolutely. Before we get into this fight, let's take a 10 minute break. Um, we will be back at just after 10 o'clock. We'll see you guys in just a moment. But until then, stay tuned. 
everybody. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... She's deep and full of dangers. I'm Meg, and I'm playing Sarai, the Eldrin Knowledge Cleric. What's up? I'm Punk. I'm playing the human fighter rogue monk, Ariel Arclight. And I'm Andrew. I'm playing Talon Vale, the Kalashtar wizard. And I'm Mars, playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout, who has no all these eyes, no eyes everywhere. Just no. They are, in fact, everywhere. Um, thank you for being here, Roleplay Games. Thanks for hanging out. And thank you for the lurk. Uh, sorry we missed you. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to level out the, like, breaking schedule. Because we've been starting at 8. We really start playing at 8.30. We tend to go to about 11, 11.30 these days. Um, so I've been trying to figure that out. So we're working on it. Um, we just flipped for initiative, correct? believe everybody did so. And so I am on... Uh, bad guys are on a 5. I believe that puts everybody except for Meg uh, in front of me. Yes. All right. Well, let's get to it. Who's up first? Uh, I think I am. I have. I had a king. Okay. Go for it. It's okay. Always you. Always. Always. Uh, I'm going to take out the rapier out of the the cane, and I'm gonna unsheath the dagger. Um, and uh, oh boy. Um. I'm going to go... Who's uh, who's closest to me? Uh, so I am going to say that the uh, Drake is the closer. As it has come out first, it is... Um, let's see. Let's make this whole arena 60 feet from end to end. Uh, circular. Uh, you guys are in the dead center, so that's going to put it about 30 feet from you. All right. Let's go for the Drake. All right. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go two with the rapier uh, and one with the dagger. So, is it okay if I roll both uh, rapier attacks at the same time? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I botched one, and I got an 18 for the other. 18 does hit. The botch is not gonna do it. What? Um. Okay, so it is going to be uh, 10 points of uh, piercing. Okay. And then I'm going to take the dagger with my bonus. And that is a uh, 27 to hit. 27 does hit. Okay. And then that'll be an additional... Uh, I'm trying to remember with the, uh, bonus, I add my modifier to it, or it's just the, um, if you don't have the two weapon fighting style, then it is just your dice, just the roll, just the roll, but I do have it. So it'll be seven, uh, seven piercing damage. Okay. Seven for the second. What was the first damage you dealt? 18? Uh, Yes. Okay. Got it. Total. No, no, it wasn't 18. It was, uh, I'm sorry. It was. Seven and a four. Eleven. Eleven, I think. Yes. Great. So total of 18. Great. Yes, total of 18. Nice. Okay. Look at my brain doing work before I even realize it. Sounds good. Up after punk is Tauroth. 
So there's a beholder. There is a beholder. It's looking at us, isn't it? It is looking at you. Yes, the anti-magic cone is in effect. Shit. Okay. Um. Wow. Yeah, so I'm not going to let Ark run in there by himself. I'm at least going to give him some backup, so I'll just kind of blitz in after him. Molinae, Lesser Wind around, and try to basically try to wing clip the eye drake. So just slash one, spin around, and try to just like bring the other end around to kind of gut it. Okay. Sounds good. I have a question about how Portent works in the anti-magic cone. Okay. Because it's it's not casting a spell or anything. Like it's I guess I'm confused on how it would work in this situation. Um, yeah. Me too. Let's find out. Um, let's see. The area is divorced of the magical energy that suffuses the multiverse within the sphere. This is for the spell, um, which is what it's based on. Eyes, uh, items become mundane. Spells and other magical effects, except to, except those created by the creature or deity. Um, so I'm going to say it just cannot, it does not work. Okay. You cannot access that um, that bit of uh, de- fate that you have uh, tapped into while within the anti-magic cone. Yeah. Ah, and you just said items become mundane. Yes. I'm guessing. Ev- I'm guessing we're going to be in that that field of vision. Anywhere we go at this point, uh, and this so so you can if you're going to be in melee with it, you can be around the side of it because remember it is a cone, right? So it has to direct it. Right now, it just came out. It's directing it out at all of you, out at the bulk. Now, unless you're right in front of the big eye, um, you can be outside of it and to the side. But so I guess my question right now is. Is the Idrake also in that cone? No, because Idrake was next to him. They're in okay. parallel, right? Okay, so Ark ran up to the Idrake, so he'd be out of the cone. If I ran up next to him, I'd also be out of the cone. Uh, you can be out of the cone. We're going to say the that um, because he did not specify, and he is blind and cannot see the cone. Arc light is directly in front. Is just on the outside edge of that cone. Okay, yeah, I'd prefer to be outside the cone, please. Outside the cone next to the Beholder or the Drake? The Drake. Okay, so yeah, you, you circle around to the Drake outside of the cone. Go ahead. All right, and this, I would get sneak attack because Arclight is also fighting the I Drake, but not advantage. Correct. That's a 23 to hit. Okay, yeah, that's going to hit. Go for it. Yeah, and I'm using Gathering Swarm on this to deal the extra damage. So that's a total of 38. Ooh, nice. Okay. The 38 points of damage on it. Wow. Yeah, it is it is almost bloodied with those two 
heavy strikes. That was just one. That was the first, the main hand attack. Right. No, I know. I was counting the the previous hits from Arclight. Oh, sorry. And I'll roll my offhand attack, so just kind of spin around and just try to slash at it with the with the, like reverse strike. Okay. That's a 25. 25 does hit. Oh, and that's another 13 damage. 13 damage. Nicely done. All right. Yeah, and that's basically it for me. That was move to get in, action, bonus action to just kind of double slash at it. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Talon. I'm going to kind of the opposite side, try to skirt so I'm outside of the cone. Okay, beholder uh, side. Got it. Yep, beholder side, and I'm going to cast Hold Monster on the beholder. Okay. And I'm going to use my one of my important rolls to so it rolls a seven on its wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, with a plus seven, that is a fourteen. So it would fail. Okay. Sounds good. And that's that's what I've gotten. All right. So, so the silver strands that he starts weaving the spell, mm-hmm. like snake forward and then wrap around, binding before kind of fading away, leaving it paralyzed. I keep wanting to make the cat's cradle like comment with his spells, but I realize how much trouble that would get me, <laughs> me in with <laughs> Meg. <laughs> um. Objects of the Idrake's choice. Okay. The Idrake is going to uh, shift up just a little bit. Not enough to provoke any attacks of opportunity. But with the Beholder uh, held, paralyzed, for the moment, the Idrake is going to... Um, yeah. First off, let's do some, let's shoot some eye rays. Why not? That's what we're all here for. We're here for eye rays. Not, not us. No. Yeah. Eye rays. Uh, so that is ray five, ray six, and ray one. Uh, so for random targets, you guys, there's four of you. So we're rolling some D4s. Uh, Four is a 10. So that is going to be Talon. Um, It's not going to target anybody that is still in the anti-magic area. So it's going to skip Saride and Arclight. Uh, So that is... First one is Talon. Second one is Tauroth. Third one is... Tauroth. Okay. Uh, so, Talon, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That is an 18. 18 is a success. Um, you're going to take half damage from the freezing ray. Uh, so that is 6, 12, uh, 16, 20 reduced to 10. Points of damage on the freezing ray. Uh, 
Talroth, first ray is a paralyzing ray. Need a constitution saving throw? Thirteen. Thirteen is a fail. Uh, that is, uh, you are paralyzed for one minute. It's a DC 14 con save. You can m- continue to make it at the end of each of your turns. Um, and then, uh, it's a dexterity saving throw against the death ray. You are auto-failing that. Um, because you are paralyzed. Couldn't I have done the dex one first? I, I rolled them in order. I'm sorry, but I doubt I doubt you have forty six hit points. That's the most I could deal. No. Um. So that is ten. Uh. Twenty one points of necrotic damage. Ow. Yeah. It hurts. And Cody, just for you, I did succeed my constitution saving throw. Thank you. Um, that is it for the eye drake. The beholder on its turn is going to roll a its wisdom saving throw. Let me check. Where to go, monster? Yep, wisdom saving throw. Okay, that is a 12 plus 7 for a 19. That succeeds. Okay. So he is free to do stuff next turn, um, but the eye remains in, in the direction it is. Uh, that is it for them to ride. On this action, I'm going to face step next to Talroth. You can't face step while in the anti-magic cone. You have to move first. That's racial? It's not a spell. Any magic. Any no. magical effect. Just tell me you don't want me to play. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't have to do this to the rest of the guys. Um, and I'm going to move out of the cone. Okay. And then Bamf next to Talroth. I need... Hold on real quick. Um... I need the fate or the eye drake. Yep. To make a wisdom save. Okay. Wisdom save. Um, a seventeen plus. Okay, don't don't insult me. Okay. All right. Well, I'm next to him, so I'm going to cast lesser restoration, which oh. will get rid of paralyzed or stunned. Nice. Or whatever the fuck he is. Okay. Um. I can't remember which one it is, but it does both of those. Great. So, yep, and that's going to be it for me. If I can make sure I'm, if I'm next to Tauroth, I'm out of the cone. I'm next to the, okay. You're currently out of the cone, yes. Excellent, thank you. Okay, uh, new round. Bad guys are on an eight. Yeah, I think we all go before them. Okay. Sounds good. I believe you guys don't need Drarian's help 
I feel like if I added him, I'd have to add another eye drake. So, you guys are good. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, trust me. I, I trust I've, you. I've seen my I've seen my players destroy these things before. You guys are doing didn't great. You, didn't you say the drake was already bloodied? Dr- uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think I go first. Does anyone have uh, higher than a four with their decks? Nah, you're good. Okay, well, Talroth, Talroth does. I'm on a queen. So. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to slash at this thing twice. Okay. Staying where you are? Staying where I am. Okay. Ooh. I got a nat 19, which... Your boy's a champion. That is a crit. Nice. And then the other one is a modded 20. A modded. Both will hit. Uh, so I'm guessing sneak attack on the first one. So double the number of dice. Yes. So. So for the rapier itself, that's three and... So six plus four, so ten piercing of just the rapier. And then the sneak attack is going to be, let's see here, eight. Uh, An additional twelve. And then with my modifier with four on top. Twenty-nine, if I'm not mistaken. That's twenty-nine? 12 plus 13 plus 4. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I will just roll for the second rapier attack. Okay. Which is going to be uh, 12 slashing. Okay. And then just for good measure with my bonus action, I'm just going to plunge the dagger in. Okay. That is a 21-2 stab. Hits. Okay. And that's going to be six on top of that of piercing. Ooh, all right. The eye drake is just barely holding on as the flurry of deep stabs from the rapier and arc light go piercing past the... Oddly squishy and flesh-like scales, the, uh, the the rapier bends just a little bit, and with every stab of the dagger, it begins to pour the ooze up and out of it. Um, all right. After... Who's next? After Arclight. Talon. Um, can I catch... Both of them in a twenty-foot sphere without catching. Yes. Allies. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna dump a six-level fireball here. Okay. Sounds good. That is a dexterity DC eighteen. Okay. No bonus for the eye drake on the decks, but it rolls a natural twenty. Uh, but this is not gonna matter. The Beholder, however, rolls a 17 total. Okay, so Beholder takes full damage, Drake takes half, 37 points of fire damage. 
Okay, 37 points of fire damage. Uh huh. That uh, is going to drop the Drake. Drake had three hit points. So. Okay, and then for the rest of my turn, I'm going to use my movement to book it away from the beholder. Okay. Just full movement. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as the eye drake hits the ground, you see all of the eyes. It sounds like clapping, but very soft, gentle clapping as they all begin blinking. Is it like a golf clap? Yeah. Yeah. But with some more eyelashes to it. So sort of like brushes. (laughs) Yeah. Who's brushing their teeth? We're fighting. I can't tell. (laughs) You can't hear it either. They'll let you hear it. But yeah, the blinking happens. Um, All right. Taylor, you're you're booking your way away from the beholder. Sounds good. After Taylor to ride. First of all, I'm casting at second level um, Bless on everybody. Nice. Have, have a bless, my friends. You're so pretty and shiny. And then uh, I'm going to... I don't know why she turned into this, but she did. I'm just going to reach over and touch Taura real quick and cure wounds. All right, so bad. Fifteen. Awesome. Also, fuck you, Mars. That <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in the disasters out of context chat in our Discord, get there. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, up next is the Beholder. Um, the eye drake, its eyes, as it's hit the ground, bleeding out, it is dead. The scorched skin of it, um, you know, would put up a smell. What's up, Mars? Did I skip skip you? He goes on king? No. Oh, you. Oh, yes, you. Sorry. It's because you went so late last round. I thought that was your... You were the start of this round. Oh, okay. That, that's what, what happened in my brain. Your turn. Gotcha. Go for it. Yeah, everybody got king. I got queen this time. Go for it. Uh, it was the eye drake that had to paralyze me, or was it the beholder? It was the eye drake. Uh, oh, okay. But, but you were not paralyzed because of lesser restoration anyway. So Right. But still, seeing a beholder, and I'm just having flashbacks to Velxer now, and just, oh, no, 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 no. So bonus action to Zephyr Strike. Blitz around the beholder to get behind it. Okay. And then just quick shuffle footwork to pop Zephyr Strike's effect to get advanced on the next attack and rush to try to go through it. Okay. Sounds good. I'm actually going to pop my second portent just to give him the natural 20 that I rolled. Okay. Well, I'm going to roll my attacks first and Elven Accuracy to get the... I mean, you don't. You don't have to. Uh, or you uh, go ahead and I roll. Just, do you, yeah, do you just, have to portent before uh, he rolls, or can you do it yeah, after? Yeah, bef- before it, it's either before he rolls or after he rolls. Before I hear whether, it, uh, like what I whatever he rolled, I can't know what the dice were. Okay, that's fine. So 
you roll, you get advantage, so you can do sneak attack, but we're going to go with the natural 20. He's declared it, uh, so we can save the time on that. Okay, cool. Nope. Good to know. Good to know. So, oh, a natural 20 with a sneak attack. Yay. There you go. So I'll, I'll need a second here. Understood. And bless. Don't forget that spicy D4. <laughs> I'm just going to double the... Actually, I'll... Double, just double the damage dice to make it easier. There you go. Look over at Talon, and there's actually like the numbers and algorithms around him. He's like weaving silver threads of fate. <laughs> Absolutely. And she gives him the God. Was it like the Mountain Man gift? Yeah. So, with everything doubled. 66. 66. Nicely done. Between slashing, lightning, and force damage. Wow. Nice. And piercing because gathered swarms. So yeah, just everything goes into this thing. Just if I can pop its eye out the front, I'm happy. Yeah. Sure. Do you want that? Will this be a showtime? No. Okay. If you want, if you want to kill the anti magic ray, I'll I'll oh, let you do it. Please. Okay. Cool. Done. As Tauroth's uh, blade comes piercing through the beholder, the ichor that it serves bursts forth with lightning, and and the winds of the gathering swarm. Uh, it shuts its eye, blinded in its main eye, now reliant on the stalks. They begin firing ballistically. Uh, rather than firing three, we're going to fire six eye stalks, as it's just going nuts. And there's nowhere safe to stand, because it, uh, in fact, can not shoot into its own anti-magic ray. So, yeah. Good times. Uh, let's get some T8s. Oh, but first, because I had missed a layer action last time, uh, let's have everybody clap your hands. Everybody. Thank you. Yes, that one as well. Uh, I would like everybody to make me dexterity saving throws DC 15 or else be grappled. As the living sponge-like floor flails up in appendages, trying to wrap you up and hold you in place. Fifteen. Twenty-one. You have a D four. Add to your saves. Thank you. Oh, thank God. Nineteen. Okay. Seventeen. We free my friends. <laughs> okay. So, so Saride is Saride is uh, grappled. Everybody else is not. Um, and we are going to go into eye stock territory. Uh, let's see. How many eye stocks do we have? We have ten. Give me a two d ten. These are the ones Excuse we me? will. You said six. Yeah, I know. I'm rolling the ones that are that are not firing. Or I'm rolling the ones that are firing. Because uh, they're chosen randomly. That's kind of the fun thing about beholders is that I I have less control. I just have to do what the dice tell me. Right? It's like, which eye stocks? Which targets? Doesn't matter. It's not really up to me. 
We have very different definitions of the word fun. That is very true. We do. We're on different ends of it. Um, okay, so in this order, it is going to be Ray 9847138. And as for targets, let's see. There are four of you. That's one, two, three, four. We'll do these first four and the or first three, and then I'll roll again. That's a good way to do it. Uh, so Saride, and then Arclight, and then Talon. So Saride, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Because I'm grappled. Because you are grappled. Because I'm pretty. Because, because you're, you're pretty. pretty. Oh no. Oh. No. oh. <laughs> That's not. That's not good. No, it's not good. But that's okay. This is how I want to go. Is is it? Is this it? Surrounded I don't. Squishy stuff. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Eight. Voodoo says you're the prettiest. Thank you. All right. I I think you're gonna survive this. Uh, so this is the disintegration ray. It you is 15, 20, 25, 35, 37 points of damage. Are you alive? Yeah. Okay, good. Dick. Uh, up next, arc light. No, thanks. <laughs> nah, dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Can I bonus action cry? Yeah. Crying's Sick. always free. Free oh, action. Free action. <laughs> Crying's a free action. Yeah, man. Woo! Nat 19. Okay. Um, on a success, let's see. Uh, nothing happens. You're good. Oh nice. God. The, you, you dodge out of the way, and the fleshy bit where the ground was, where you were, begins to turn to stone. It, it was the petrification ray. Sick. Uh, Talon, I need a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, high raise. That's a d4. Yeah. Oh, good. That's... 15, 18. The D4 saved you because it's a DC 16. Um, that was the slow ray. So, you are you are not slowed. And next up. Let's see. Oh no, that's not, that's not what we want. Uh, it is again Arclight and then Talroth and then... Uh, it was Arclight again, but I, I, I don't feel like killing the guest. It's a ride. Um, so, yeah. Uh, up first, Arclight, give me a uh, wisdom saving throw. Crap. Okay, and that's with the D4 as well? Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be... Oh, good. Uh, 15? 15 fails. Okay. 
Uh, you are unconscious. You fall asleep. This is the okay. sleep ray. Uh, if you take damage, you are, or somebody takes an action uh, to shake you awake, you are awake. <laughs> but Talon just. <laughs> yep. The narcolepsy ray. Um, Tauroth. Wisdom saving throw. Oh. You have a D4? Ten. You are charmed. You consider the ball. Fucked. We're fucked. I have advantage because of elf. All right. Elf it up. Help it up. Help it Do you want me to re-roll the D4 or keep the same D4? You re-roll the D4. It goes with every with every That's fine. Go with every roll. 19. Hey, not charmed. Wow, I think that's one of the first times I've ever gotten to use that. Right? It's such an odd ability, but when it comes in, it comes in clutch. Yeah. Yeah, because uh <laughs> no, I am high enough level rogue where that will kill somebody. Yeah, all of us. All of us. It will kill all of us. So, so uh, it, I do appreciate that the way "charmed" is worded in in this edition just means you consider the beholder a friend, and you won't attack it. Doesn't mean you. It's not you're not like dominated. You don't have to attack your friends, but it does take you out of the fight. Um, yeah. So. Uh, last but not least, to ride, I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, first round was all dexes. Now it's all wisdoms. Yeah, I like that. A little symmetry. <laughs> Clip that. This is the best round. Twelve. Twelve? Just end me. Just to, uh, you know what? With your D4? I don't have it. I didn't cast it so that I would be blessed. Oh, okay. Because uh, I love my friends more than I love me. Nicely you done. Cast it at, didn't you cast it at second level? Yeah, that's. it doesn't let me up. That's like the base of it. I Unless I'm misremembering, if bless is upcast, it, it's an extra target. Did I cast it? I did. Fuck you. I'm blessed, bitch. Please, come on. Come on. But I got a mouth on me, and the dice like to hear it. So that was a one, which makes it a 13. I tried to help. You did. You did. You can't fix stupid, Mars. <laughs> um, so you are frightened for one minute. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. You cannot willingly move closer to the target, as long as, to the thing that you're afraid of. As long as it's within line of sight, you have disadvantage on attack and spell rolls. Spell attacks. Bolts. What? I'm still grappled. You are still grappled. Yep. Uh, that is it for the Beholder uh, new round, right? Yeah. New round. Six. Pretty sure it's you guys. Yep. You guys and then Beholder time. Beholder time, Beholder time. Won't you have some Beholder by? Beholder layer goes on a ten. So uh, let me kick in here with that in a moment. Oh, the layer goes before me. All right. Well, 
its layer actions are not terribly impressive. Sort of the grappling is its biggest one. Um, oh, cool. Uh, actually, there's a better one. Never mind. Uh, who's up first? I believe it's Punk. Yeah, Oriole. Quick question. Yeah. Um, can, can I go around and attempt to flank Mr. Beholder? Uh, you can. I do not do advantage on flanking because there's so many other ways to get advantage. Fair enough. Uh, then I'm not going to do that. I mean, yeah, you can get within melee of him. Uh, Tauroth is there. You will still get sneak attack. Uh, it, I believe for, for advantage, you need to like have something surrounded, like yeah. three or four people around it. So That makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go for. I need to do this. Isn't Arclight asleep? Arclight is asleep. asleep. Thank you. Shoot, dude. Sorry. Good job, Arclight. Thanks, guys. I'm having a really cool uh, dream about cookies. Oh, that's right. You are asleep. You are asleep in the Temple of Madness. Uh, Would you make a wisdom saving throw for me, please? Sure. Am I going to have... No, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, I totally forgot. Ooh, that's an 18 plus 3. 18's what I was looking for. 21. Nicely done. Okay. You dream of strange prawn-like creatures that are ethereal and ghost-like that speak to you in an odd language. All right, who's up next? Um, make sure, because Talon can still see into the ethereal plane. There aren't weird ghost-like prawn things flying around, are there? Not in the ethereal plane, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, so ride. Um, can I get out of being grappled? Uh, yeah, it takes an action and a strength or acrobatics check, DC 15, to escape. We're just going to stay being grappled, because that ain't happening. Okay. Um, can I stop being frightened? Uh, you can make that check at the end of your turn. You can't move away from it, so you can use your turn to cast other spells if you would like. Yeah, I'm going to, um, uh, what do I have that's not going to, I mean... Wouldn't matter anyway. Um, I'm because this is how I show love and affection. I'm going to uh, sacred flame uh, our client. Okay. To wake him up. Okay. It's a deck save. No. Oh yeah, it is. He auto fails it, so just roll damage. Right. Eighteen damage. He's very awake. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'm on fire. Yep. <laughs> But it's holy fire, so it's pretty. And then it does it to all of us. I can't tell it's pretty. It just hurts. <laughs> oh god, that's right. <laughs> Shit, that's gotta be the worst way to wake up in your mind. <laughs> you just fucking you know wake what? up on fire. It's not it's in one of the top five. <laughs> worst ways to wake up when you're you know. I feel like excited. full stop is is really the the blind is just the cherry on the Sunday. Okay, waking up being on fire is enough. Yeah, yeah. Can I wake up just going? He has a fire ray. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. You did. Um, and then I'm going to because we've all taken damage at this point. 
Um, I don't know. Have you? I don't think Tauroth has. Have you? Well, he has. But oh, good. I kind of got him back up. Um, ah, fuck it. Let's, um, mass healing word. Okay. So it's not great, but it's something. Yeah. CX. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Got a little bit of the fur. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm taking all I can get. Thank you. I'm awake and I'm healed. That's all that matters. And there you now, go. Can I, can I make my save? Yeah. Against Big Sword that was him? Yep. <sighs> Dumb bitch. Uh. Eighteen? Eighteen is enough. Cool. I ain't not afraid anymore. Sounds good. Uh, after Saride is... Who's up? Talon? Yep. Yep. Um, Holder, I'm going to fireball at fourth level. Okay. Deck saving throw. Deck saving throw for the Beholder. Uh, natural uh, 11 plus 2 for a 13. Nothing. 29 points of fire damage. Okay, nice. 29 points of fire damage. Boom. Just in case my familiar is going to run up and just grab onto Saride's leg. A little golden orb spider. Okay. Um, it is layer time on a 10. An eye opens on a solid surface within 60 feet of the beholder. One random beholder eye ray shoots at a target. It is going to be the sixth ray, uh, telekinetic ray, and it is going to be against uh, Talon. Needs you to make a strength saving throw. All right. <laughs> Four. Four, 13. All right. You are restrained uh, by the telekinetic grip until the start of the beholder's next turn or until the beholder is incapacitated. Uh, so, or the beholder moves it up to 30 feet in any direction. Oh, it's going to fling you 30 feet in the air. Yeah. And you immediately fall. Feather fall. Uh, okay. Reaction on the feather fall. Sounds good. Um, you're restrained until the start of its turn. Start of its turn is coming. Tauroth, you're up. Okay. So is there anybody within, or any of my allies within five feet of the beholder? Um, technically, Arclight. But he is prone and just waking up, so I'm not going to okay. say he is threatening it enough to give you a uh, sneak attack on it. All right. But I still would have been, like, right next to it from the last turn. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't moved. It didn't provoke attacks of opportunity, so. All right. So I'm not moving this turn. Just going to take use my bonus action to 
spin the lesser wind around, just take a breath, steady aim to get advantage on my attack. Okay. So I only got one attack roll off this. Yep. Or one attack action, rather. Yep. And Elven Accuracy did not get me a crit, but that's a total 18 to hit. 18 does hit, just barely making it through the armor, natural armor of the Beholder. All right, so rolling damage. And I'm actually going to declare this a favored foe. Okay. Because this thing has upset me to no end. So that is a grand total of 43 damage. 43 damage. Nicely done. All right. It is still holding on well past bloodied at this point. I believe it is Beholder's turn. Real quick. Yeah. If I'm grappled, can I cast spells that have somatic components? Yes, you can. Okay. Yep. Uh, and I believe you are no... Or, let's see. I'm not frightened. Right. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you are still grappled. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Beholder time. Rays have been rolled. Targets now being chosen. The first one is Talon. Oh, Lord. Talon, please make a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Was that with your bless? Yes, it was. (laughs) All right. Okay, here we go. Got this, guys. Well, this is how this is how Valen becomes Taylor becomes our new best friend. Yeah. (laughs) At a certain point, I'm gonna stop apologizing to Kaz, and Cody has to start. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This is this is just me asking, but there's no way to counterspell the eye rays or anything. No, I would have been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have counterspell. Uh, It. It, even if you did, yeah, there's no, there's no way to do it. So, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One more. Ten. Okay. I've got most of my hit points. I've got a decent shot at this. Nice. Good. I'm glad. That yeah. is ten d ten necrotic damage. You're ten d ten necrotic damage. Yeah, I've got like a fifty percent chance of surviving this. Uh, do do you want me to roll it, or do you want the average? Go ahead and roll it. Okay. Let's let's, let's roll. Let's do it. Let's roll the dice. All right. Six plus two is eight. Plus seven is fifteen. Plus two and three is twenty. Plus five is twenty-five. Plus ten is thirty-five. Plus ten is forty-five. Below the average of fifty-five. 45 points of necrotic damage. Good, y'all. Okay. Not dead. Uh, up next. Tauroth. 
Dexterity saving throw. And Bless is still up, yeah? Mm-hmm. 21. Okay. And... I believe that does... Nothing on a success. So good. Good job. Um, next ray is arc light. A dexterity saving throw. Uh, that'll be a... At disadvantage because you are prone. Oh, good. I did one worse, and I rolled a natural three before. No. Uh, no. So that's going to be a 12. A 12. Uh, you are slowed. So Okay. Um, I can deal with slowed. Correct. On a failed uh, save, your target speed is halved for one minute. In addition, you can't take reactions, and you either have an action or a bonus action, not both. And you repeat that, it at the end of good. each of your turns. That works. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, second set. Target up. Here we go. It is Tauroth. And then... Talon. And Saride. Um, up first, Tauroth. Is Charm? Oh, you got Charm again. Wisdom save. Talon, constitution save. And Saride, strength save. So that's a, the, with advantage and bless, it was a 16. 16 saves. 19? 19 saves. And you're going to take half damage on the innervation, Ray. <laughs> Actually, um, swap that because I'm seeing it's it's not going to hit Saride with the telekinetic ray that that it's already she's already grappled, so he's not going to do that. So Constitution saving throw for Saride and a strength save for Talon. He just likes throwing Talon around, apparently. Who doesn't? Okay, that was a. I had a nineteen. So I, do you want me to re-roll or? Uh, no, the nineteen's fine. Nineteen's fine. Okay, uh, it's fifteen if it's strength. With, okay, so fifteen is gonna fail. You're gonna get thrown thirty feet into a wall. Uh, you're gonna take three d six fall damage. Would feather fall help reduce that? Uh, do you have a turn since he got feather falled? Have you had a turn since then? Yes, you have. You can feather fall. Go for it. Featherfall again. All right. What am I making? I'm sorry. Con Con save. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if I roll. That's a fucking fail. Okay. Um, Then that is 10, 20, uh, 25, 31. Okay. Okay. That is it for the Beholder new round. 
Beholder drew high. Okay. Aces from Talon and Arclight. Arclight, you're up first. Okay. So I'm going to take my attack action. Okay. Since I can't really do anything else. Yep. You're going to stand up. You're going to make your, your attack. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to roll both attacks. I got another 19. Okay. And, uh, uh, 15. Okay. So Fifth. I'm going to add sneak attack to the crit. Okay. Okay. So um, first I'll do just the rapier again, which will be nine and uh, so 16 piercing first. Okay. Uh, and then an additional 14 with the sneak attack. Okay. Okay, and then for the second attack, that's going to be 10 piercing and uh, 7 for the sneak. Uh, no sneak on the second one. You get sneak oh, attack that's once right. per turn. But does not matter. That is showtime. What? Yeah, absolutely. What is showtime? That you you tell me what it is. Regale me. Oh, Dazzle damn. me. Tell okay. me something cool. Okay. Uh I'm going to uh slice in with the rapier and eventually I'm gonna find purchase where the big gelatinous eye is. Yeah. And eventually I'm gonna just start driving the rapier forward until I can feel my hand get warm from the die and essentially go all the way up to the shoulder until the other end of the rapier is out of the other end of the ball. Yeah. And the, the telekinetic energy within the boulder uh, releases you sort of, it sort of slumps carrying your arm that just adds like a ripping nature into and throughout the, uh, through the beholder. Nicely done guys. The eyes begin to rapidly blink and flutter and and shake um the durarian grab is grabbing the scouts carrying them out as you all begin to run back down the hallway the um yeah Talroth, you had something you wanted to do yeah i was gonna rush over to Talon and just help him up but i'm also gonna tap him with gyron staff for a cure wounds okay nice um you guys come running out of out of the chamber as it collapses uh, back down the pit that is falling down into the bowels of uh, Zoriat of a realm of madness like the the um, the Underdark similar in Eberron but um, but yeah it's where it's where the the Lords of Madness uh, reside and um it draws that space in eventually the chamber as all of those fleshy eye bits sort of are, are purged from this section uh, because the um, Lord of eyes has lost their avatar in this 
in this space. Um, you find a moment to catch your breath and what would you guys like to do? Um, I'd like to clean off both the dagger and the rapier if I could. Yeah. And then I'd like to give uh, Talroth his blade back. I'll just push it back into his hand. That's yours, man. You keep it. Thank you. This this helped a lot. Yeah, no, you are very handy with that thing. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yours. You keep it. Thank you. And I'd like to give Sarad her her drag, dagger back. Oh, it's the same thing. Keep it. I don't use them. You're much better with it than I am. Thank you. Thank you for for helping me and for helping me find Burkhard. Yeah, Glad we were able to Oh, sorry, Taylor, no, I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's fine. I was going to say that's I I don't know that we would have come out of that without your assistance. I'm glad we're all able to help each other. Oh, we got to get the jars, right? Nice. Yep. I believe you all have done done your part. I think it's time for me and my boys to uh, carry our own weight. Well, uh, in the meantime, should we just wait here for you or start heading back up a little bit? It's up to you. I'm sure some of those back behind us would require a bit of help, though especially those that have um, survived their positions. Um, out of game, you guys are welcome to... So, uh, I don't... I don't. Do you want to try to ha- fight the Canopic Jars tonight? Uh, we, we have, it's 11 o'clock. We can end here. Here is a good place to end, or we can, we can dive into that. Um, I can, I will happily give you guys the stat blocks for them. If you don't want to use, um, your magic users, right. Uh, or if your character is just, you know, that was a tough fight. It was meant to be, um, so it depends on what you guys as a team would like to do. I mean, if if they're offering to go do that fight, then yeah, if there's yeah. people up there, probably just go check it out. Okay. And yeah, maybe find something interesting on the way. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um do you as players want to to do that fight or because they are NPCs, you do not have to control them. I can absolutely um, I will roll it for them and let you know who among them survives. Um, the big risk is you run the risk of losing 
uh, Durarian as as a leader for the for the winter court as a military leader. Um, that's that's the real risk, right? Um, but they will come out. They will survive. Somebody will survive and bring the the jars up. Because yeah, I was going to ask him beforehand, would he be okay if I just hung onto the bottle for him? I mean, to be honest, that sounds a bit morbid, but sure. I understand the practicality of it. Yeah, it's no offense to you. It's just, in case the worst should happen, I, we can get your friends out of here. I understand. Yeah, he'll give it to you. And out of game, I'm cool with either continuing or stopping. It's I'm two time zones over. It's only nine o'clock for me, so I'm going to because why not? I'm going to try divine intervention. Okay. So what do I need? Uh, equal or less than your cleric level? Yep. What level? Do I need? We are 12. So I need a 12 or lower. Yes. Okay. Nope. Deity you have reached is out of service. (laughs) Um, I'll bless the guys. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to lose Dorarian, but I also don't, I don't want to fight jars. Yeah, they're beefy jars. We just, we just fought eyes. You did. You guys just fought some, uh, some serious, serious boulders. You guys did very well. Um, and I told you you could do it. Some of you doubted me. And I'll use the last of my meager ranger spell slots to cure wounds to Rarian if he's low on health. Sounds good. I'll send him into it nice and healthy. And then right before the scouts go in, uh, Talon, I cast Greater Invisibility and with a dual focus feat, okay. cast it on two of them. Okay. And then Talon is just going to be trying to maintain concentration on that up here. Okay. And that's 18 health back to Durarian. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, it really should be four Canopic Jars, but it is, I said two. So they are challenge rating 13. Durarian's up there with them. <clears throat> um, they don't have other than the fact that they have spell immunity and they're immune to pretty much every condition and poison like they don't they don't they're like fighting giants they hit hard but they only hit a limited number of times um, right so there is that but you guys knowing about the spell immunity and the spell def- uh, abilities of them would have made them not an interesting fight, just a long fight. Um, just one of those, like, we can't do special stuff. We're just going to stand here and slog at each other yeah. for, for a while. Um, so here is what I am going to do. Uh, let's figure out how to do this. 
Remember all the damage of these guys, because that's going to be an interesting number. And then we'll each roll a percentile. And um, people that roll under it, your guy dies. Uh, so, oh, I didn't roll super high. That's all right. So the number to beat is... Let's see. 67... 71. So you want to roll over a 71 on your percentile. Uh, Meg, because you you did the uh, bless, I'll let you add 4d4 to whatever you roll. Or to anyone else's uh, roll. Um, Tauroth, you recovered 18 hit points. I'll let you uh, add uh, 18 to what you rolled. The uh, greater invisibility is... Uh, what level spells are those? Uh, I cast those both at fourth level. Both at fourth level. So I'll let you add 16 uh, to, to your your roll there. Um, Arclight, you're just a fighter. You're just a flat roll. You're, you're my sacrificial lamb. That's a-okay. Alright. Uh, roll me a percentile. So this is for the scouts, individually. If you add... Our extra stuff as well? Yep. Thirty-three. My divine intervention worked. Hey! Um, that's a forty-five. Okay. Eighty-three. With a seven, so. Eighty-three. We got a survivor. Sounds good. Um. Last one is for Durarian. Who wants to roll it? I will. I will give you the same same bonus you had. Meg? Okay. Yeah. Sounds he's, good. He's my, he's my winner, Eldrin Paul. Sounds good. Fifty-three. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Fifty-three flat, or with the, uh, with the. No, uh, was with. I was with it. Okay. Um, here's what I'm gonna say. You guys did a lot to help and buff them. Durarian will come back. He'll he'll come back with them. He is not gonna be in fighting shape for the war front, but he will be present and have his mental, general tactics, available. Okay. You guys did a did a fair amount. To, to help them, and I want to reward that. Some bad rolls shouldn't uh, shouldn't ruin everything. So, like once they get back, and mm-hmm. she's gonna pull Duraria inside. Yeah. Um. How how bad are things here? What do you mean? 
Well, I mean, you need men on the front, right? I mean, I thought you said we needed men in the Feywild. So you're coming with us? Yes. Do you think... Do you think your people will be safe? Do I think they'll be safe in the Feywild facing off against... Are you bringing everyone? I thought that's what you asked for. I don't remember what we asked for. I thought we just asked for, like, soldiers. The map said that they could come home. Oh, shit. Never mind. All right. We're bringing the Winter Citadel. Okay. Sorry. No, okay. you're... But never mind. I'm good. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a quick question. Yeah. Can I still see Burkhard? Um, it is fading. It's fading? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, within, um, within an hour or so... Definitely once you leave the the area of the Madstone, where that lingering essence of the Lord of Eyes is dissipating from, it's like a um, regional effect. Now that they're gone, it's yeah. going, it, it's going to, it's not going to last. Of course. So I'd like to just kind of find him and then I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best to not let on that I can see him. Because I don't want him to feel guilty or, you know, worry or anything like that about me. But just kind of sit and make, like, quiet conversation as I uh, eventually I see that I don't see him eventually as he kind of disappears. Yeah. Because, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. And it'd be nice to, it's nice to see my friend again. Yeah, he does his best to stay awake and talk with you. Um, he talks with you as long as he can, and it's you can tell he's he's doing like the head nod. Yeah, and um, he knows how important this moment is and precious this time is, and it's just as your final visions of him fade the um familiar and somewhat comforting darkness is ushered in by the gentle <sighs> snoring yeah of burkhart and I'll just kind of smirk and very quietly say, I thought you'd get better looking when you got older. And then I'm going to get up. And I'll meet the rest of the group. I would have handed Dorarian back the bottle. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, if you all would like, 
to roll me a percentile Ninety-one. Let's be a cleric. I rolled a nine. <laughs> Sixteen. Seventeen. Okay. We'll take we'll take the ninety-one. As you guys are making your way out of there, you do spend some time looking over the um looking over the the um, temple. Um, you are going to be able to loot. Um, going to round all of this sort of together. Uh, let's just, just give me that. There we go. Um, to be about... Let's see, 2,600, let's call it 4,000 gold pieces in coins and gems. Anything magic was devoured by the Lord of Eyes of the gear and equipment. The day passes and you all return back to the um, Winter Citadel with the four hearts of Ankotep in tow. You are preparing to plane shift the city back into Talashin, into the Feywild. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to do? Ariel, I know that Eberron's its own place, but you're welcome to come with us. The plains of Talashin are beautiful, but um, uh, from what I've been told, right now they're a bit um, sandy. You know, maybe a change of scenery might be good for me and for Hardhead over here. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice. Oh, yeah? Alright. What are you dragging me into this time, huh? I don't know. Maybe some beaches? Somewhere nice? You say I never take you anywhere. You don't. I took you to Madstone this time. Yeah, and I'm taking you somewhere nicer now, so you should be saying thank you. We'll see. Stupid sand. Hate sand. It gets everywhere. It's coarse and hard. <laughs> have to. I have to. There's there's a legal requirement. Burkhardt, hold me like when we were on Naboo. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd like to to turn to the rest of the, the the party and just thank you. Seriously, this is saved my ass a lot. 
Well, you're damn good in a scrap, and gods knows we can use all the capable fighters we can find. Always like a good fight. Yeah. I agree. I'm not, uh, I'm not really good at goodbye, so, um, I'll see you guys later. Well, I, th- I, I think the idea is now that you're going with them. You just oh, agree- I'm going with you. You just agreed to go with them. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, I thought I was going to the, all right. That's where <laughs> they're going. They're going to the Feywild. If you don't want to, you don't have to. You, this is, no, you, I'd you like to go to the Feywild. I you didn't know. This, I mean, listen, it's man. It's a legal binding contract. Yeah, if, if if you want the exit ramp from disasters and danger, this is this is your opportunity. No, I didn't. I thought okay. I was going into the sunset. I mean, if you want, you can. I I there. I will be here as long as you'll have me. Yeah, you're good. Um, okay. Then, first off. Um, Talon, the Cory spirit within you has been on edge for days the entire time since you left the Madstone. And there's something worrying it. Not quite sure what, but you may want to file that back and away. And Zebaron is a very special place to Cory. Now, with that said, I would like all of you to level up. Hello, ability score increase. Whoa. Next game. We plan. Or we fight Ankotep. They did get the jars, Tristan. They did get the jars. So the final the final fight against uh Ankotep will be uh not next week, probably the week after. I'll have a um I'll have a war system up and running uh as well and it'll be it'll be uh one of our uh we did them more with um season one but it'll be one of those one of those big like two-part epic fights and it'll be the battlefront as well as the actual character character fight um with Ankotep as an individual so, yeah, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited as well. Um, that is because, if I am not mistaken, so the fight for Ankotep against Ankotep will be. I may try to do it as a two night extravaganza in the week of the 4th. Because that is our anniversary week. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, we started the first, uh, it was April 2nd, um, was our, our first streaming day uh, about, was it three, four years ago now? Four. This will be the, our, our start of our fourth year, completion of our third. 
And so, yeah, my, my birthday is on the 5th. Um, so we may do it the 6th and 7th. Well, that's a, that's a, we may do it 5th and 6th or 4th and 6th. We'll figure it out. We're going to do it two nights, two disasters on, uh, on that week. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to fight for the Feywild. And then, uh, that is going to be super, super exciting. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited as well.